Welcome to Beyond the Bricks, a downtown Valdosta podcast. Join us as we get to know the places and people that live and breathe the downtown life, who they are, where they are from, where they are headed, and how you can fit in. Plus, all the fun things happening in downtown. Pour a cup of coffee or crack open a cold one and let's go Beyond the Bricks. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Beyond the Bricks with Rachel and Ellen. It's been a while. We had a summer break. It was a summer break. It has been a while since we've had an episode and um, we do apologize for that, but it has been summer. It's been really busy. Schedules are off. So um, we're really glad to be back. We're back in the saddle. Back in the saddle. Yep. And... I mean, it's almost school, like, everybody's getting back in their regular schedule. School's getting back into session pretty soon. We're getting... Summer's over. Almost. It's, well... I'm still hanging on. I am full throttle Summer, for summer, the fall. No. Summer, summer until Labor Day. Mm. Yeah. Mm. You can't give it up. Well, I have. <laughs> I gave it up. Once I, once I come back from that last beach trip, I'm done. Yeah. I'm well, ready for fall. I haven't been on my beach trip yet, so... I'm not there, but I'm still saying Labor Day is when we can cut it off and start doing pumpkins. Okay. <laughs> Whatever you say. So, um, things have been happening downtown, and some really exciting things happened over the summer while we were not speaking to everyone. A lot of things happened. A, lo- a lot of things, but one really in particular one that I'm speaking of is that we filmed a big movie downtown. <laughs> oh, yeah. We couldn't talk about that last we couldn't. time. And I think we were recording a podcast when it was here, kind of at the beginning of the summer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, we had a movie crew in town, and that was really exciting. It was the first time, for, I think, for all of us that we've had an actual big production like movie come Major in. Yeah. motion picture. So we're pretty excited about that. It's called The Bandit. And um, so I want everybody to you know, look for it maybe sometime next spring of 2022, I think is what they're yeah. trying to aim for. And it's important to point out it's based off of a true story. Yeah. And it's also, I think, worthy to say that their setting and their scene was supposed to be like in the middle of hot South Georgia summer. They were filming like they were in Canada in the fall. So that right. was interesting. It was. And I felt really sorry for a lot of those people. <laughs> They aren't used to what we live in. Right. So the movie has um, Mel Gibson and Josh Duhamel and Alicia Cuthbert. Cuthbert. So she was in, um, I know I've talked about it with you before, The Ranch, which is a really good show on Netflix. Mm -hmm. So I know who she was. Yeah. So we're pretty excited about that. That's something that was new and interesting that we, um, that was a new experience for us. It was. And he was, um, and I think people saw it on social media, at least with some of their friends. And there was a lot of local people used for extras. Right. But, um, while Mel Gibson was not here and he didn't film anything here, Josh Dumal was and Alicia Cuthbert were, was as well. But um, like one particular thing I remember um, earlier in the summer, and I don't even know if you were there that morning, but they were filming a scene on the sidewalk where he was selling ice cream. Yeah. And it was hot, but um, he had actually brought popsicles that morning and in his like Yeti cooler. And so people were being inconvenienced by having to like go into whatever whatever business right along that way they were trying to get into, but had to stay in there for an extended period of time while they shot these scenes. And so when they came out, he met them at the door with his Yeti and <laughs> gave everyone popsicles. So it was really That's fun. Funny. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, it is an inconvenience at some point for everyone to have a movie downtown. It's it, 
interrupts traffic. It interrupts business. People can't walk around and move like they want to. But I think at the end of the day, it's really good to have a movie filmed here, not only because of the economic impact, which, you know, always kind of what we always try to turn back to. But, I mean, it's just really neat to be able to see to see a movie and to know that it was filmed there and to see people that you know in it. I think yeah. it's really cool. So. Yeah. I, and I know I knew several people in it personally. Yeah. So it'll be really, really fun to see them on the big screen and then yeah. see all the places that we frequent daily that we don't even think about. Right. That have been formed into something that they weren't to yeah. portray whatever it was they were trying to portray on the screen. So. Yeah. So if you go on our social media, you could probably find a few pictures of things that we've posted um, since then. As far as the movie is concerned, it was kind of neat to see all that. So yeah, it was. Um, it but wasn't, it, and it wasn't. I mean, let's be honest, it wasn't bad having Josh Jamal in town. No, I mean he's he was nice to look at. Good looking sure. guy, yeah, for sure. Yeah. So there's that. Agree. <laughs> but we also had other things happening. Yeah, um, we of had a, we had. Um, and I'm trying to think off the top of my head. I think I can think of four. The number four is sticking with me. New businesses open over the summer. Yeah, I think you're right. So we had um, Different Strokes, which yes. is a paint studio. Yep. We have um, the South Georgia Selfie Museum, which just opened. Yes. We have um, Pure Zen Spa. Right. And then the pop-up studio. Yes. So that's definitely four. That's at least four with more on the way. Right. Because we had some building sell. We had all we had a lot of stuff going on. We did. We had a super busy summer, which is another reason why we weren't doing the podcast. We weren't just <laughs> sitting in the sun. Right. We were working. We weren't whooping it up downtown. We were actually working. We were. Yeah. So there's big things coming, big things happening. And that will only go to show more as we start working through this calendar for fall. Yeah. So, um... I've had a lot of questions on what an actual selfie museum is. Yeah. Um, and so if, if for those of you who do not know, because I was not aware of this, um, apparently this is a thing all over the place. And I had no idea. But it's not necessarily a museum more than it is a place where you can go and take pictures that already has ready-made backdrops. Right. And sets and right. things where you can go and take pictures. In yes. front of. So it's an experience-driven um, business in yep. downtown. And I think that that's kind of the trend right now is we're getting more and more of those experience driven businesses. The pop-up studio is very similar. Yeah. So, and it's two women, um, who went on a trip. This is, I'll give you the quick rundown and hopefully they'll be on as guests, but they went on a trip to Las Vegas without their husbands and their husbands were like, go have a girl's thing and so they just were like doing their thing in las vegas and they happened upon a selfie museum in las vegas and so they went in there and took their own photos for their social medias and then thought to themselves we can do this we can do this in in valdosta and um so anyway they, they were just friends and then this the other friend actually then relocated to valdosta her family moved here so her husband her kids and her and moved literally next door to the other one so they're now neighbors oh, and fun. best friends and their husbands were like absolutely do it we support you 100 percent." and so fast forward they called um howard dasher about another property who was our cbda board chairman prior and he hooked them up where they are now and the rest is you'll i guess the rest you'll have to go see for yourself yeah but i know they're going to change things quarterly 
So um, they got some football stuff up in there. They got some magazine backdrops and school backdrops. I mean, it's really cool. No, it's, it's been there's been some really really cute pictures that I've seen yeah. come out of there. And that's the idea. You go in there with a group of friends, or if you're a photographer, mm-hmm. um, or if you're just like a, I mean, social media influence is a job, and um, that's a cool place for for somebody to go. Yeah, so neat. Yep, we're we're being progressive here in Valdosta. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Yes. <laughs> okay. What else? Calendar. So, once we get done with summertime in September, mm. <clears throat> um, we do have a lot of things actually coming up. So, the sidewalk sale is in August, right? Yeah. So, that's going to be um, the same as Maker's Market, August 14th. Mm-hmm. Maker's Market will start at 9. Sidewalk sale starts at 10. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you got your normal rundown of events. You've got First Friday, Maker's Market. Then you've got this, the sidewalk sale, of course, with that in August. And also, it's important to remember, ladies, you can have a drink while you shop yeah. during sidewalk sale and walk around with it. Yeah. So, open container, right. your bevy from one of the local restaurants downtown and go spend some money. Yes, for sure. Because mm-hmm. we are the entertainment district. Yeah. fun like that. You can't do it anywhere else in Boston. You cannot. You cannot. Um, and then, of course, also food trucks in August. And yep. that kind of wraps up the August events. Because it's hot. It's so hot. Even though we're on the cusp of fall. Mm-hmm. Right? I mean, you know, fall doesn't officially really start until September 22nd. Oh, okay. But I'm just saying. It's still like 100 degrees outside until October. Not inside my house. <laughs> um, so speaking of September moving forward, uh, of course, First Friday, Maker's Market, food trucks. But then we also have um, uh, the 9-11 run. Yeah, that's a new thing. That that's going to be thing. big. So it's the 20th anniversary of 9-11, which I can't believe it's been that long. Nope, I can't either. And if... It, it, you know, the uh, our, our local fire department decided that they wanted to do something to commemorate um, the anniversary of the attacks. And um, so they came up with um, having a run for 9-11. But the interesting thing about this run is that it's going to, uh, it's going to benefit a firefighters foundation. And I can't remember off the top yeah, of my so head. So this foundation, and I'm going to tell you the name of it in just a second, um, so part of the reason that they want to do this is because there was 343 firefighters that lost their lives on 9-11 um, as a result of the events that happened. Speaking of, there's your, there's your fire. Thank you. Sirens. That Thank you for your service. Timing, right? That was good timing. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so there was 343 firefighters that lost their lives, but there was countless first responders, firefighters particularly, who went in and battled um, – you know, battled the fires, battled trying to get people out and down the stairs and everything with the buildings collapsing and all that. So with that being said, although 343 died, there was a lot that made it out. Mm -hmm. But because when the planes hit and there was toxic chemicals and there was building materials and things like that, they have lingering effects. Sure, of course. Um, So what this, what they're doing is that all the proceeds from this is going to go to the Ray Pfeiffer Foundation. Mm -hmm. And that is a foundation that 
goes and funds or it gives pays for the medical bills of first responders who have lingering side effects, um, cancers and things like that from exposure during the events of 9-11. Right. Um, also, I've heard through the grapevine that um, some, some of our firefighters are encouraged to run in their gear. Yeah, so that's a thing. And, and this crazy. is something that anybody who is a first responder, so firefighters, police, EMTs, mm-hmm. um, prison, mm-hmm. uh, any any sort of public servant that is a, considered a first responder, run for free mm-hmm. if and only if they run in full gear. Right. So I um, can't imagine having to run in full firefighter gear. Well, and the idea with that when they were planning this and when we were sitting in with them, um, because that day every single one of those guys were in full gear yeah. for like 48 hours, 72 yeah. hours, on and on and on running Mm -hmm. and um i kind of when i was sitting in there the pre-planning i mean i have two kids and you do and none of our kids were alive Mm -hmm. when 9-11 happened and so you know all they see is the stories we tell because we knew where we were and then what they see on tv on Mm -hmm. that day so to me i was thinking how cool would it be for my girls to be able to see first responders running in gear yeah in the middle of their city yeah I mean, it just, to me, would be memorable for them. Definitely. So I think it was appropriate. And I think they have a lot signed up. So you don't have to be a first responder to run. Anybody can come and sign up and run. So it's going to start downtown. Yep. They're going to run down Patterson Street, which is very different because we don't normally have 5Ks or runs or anything down Patterson Street because it is a a state highway. Right. So um, that's a little bit different. So they're going to run Patterson Street um, down and then back. And then we're going to have a 9-11 ceremony in um, Max Park yep. when we're finished. Yeah, so there'll be two two finish lines. There'll be an actual time finish line mm-hmm. for people who are using this like as a qualifying event for future 5K runs. And then there'll be a ceremonial finish line that'll actually go through Benny's Alley and spill out into Mackey Park where that that's where the ceremony is actually going to be. Um, but also there's a lot of other agencies from surrounding areas that are going to be there and my understanding is they're going to have ladder trucks and flags, and yeah. they're going to um, somewhere have all the names of the 343 firefighters that lost their lives on mm-hmm. that day. And so it's just going to be a really special event. And even if you don't want to run or you can't run or whatever, um, they still want the community to come out. Like, yeah, go cheer them on. Patriotic. Yeah. You know, red, white, and blue, stand on the street, yeah. cheer these guys on, cheer all the runners on, yeah. and just, this is a great time for our community to come together, but mm-hmm. also just to kind of put some pride in the country back, you know, yeah. where it needs to be, so. Yeah. definitely. It'll be fun. Yeah. How to register, um, runsignup.com, just search 9-11 run, but we'll, we'll post it on our social media pages, too. Yeah. So it's definitely to follow all of our social media, not only for this, but for you know, future events and making sure that you're up to date on everything that's going on downtown. Yep. Um, do we want to talk about October? Let's Just want to move it. forward in the full fall. So um, October brings uh, obviously our normal events, but um, we have Oktoberfest at the Turner Center. Yeah. So that's in our extended um, um, arts district. Yep. So um, we do like to, to include events that they're doing as well. So we've got Oktoberfest. Um, and I don't know if that's like the 23rd or 30th. It's one of those two days. I think it's the 23rd. Is it? Yeah, I okay. believe so. I could be wrong on that, but you can check with the Turner Center yeah. for more information on that. Um, and then we did this last year, and I'm assuming we'll probably do something very similar, but we had Festifall downtown, and that was kind of fun last year. Yeah, and it, we had a change, obviously, last minute because of COVID, COVID. but... Mm-hmm. 
um, it was still fun. Drive through event was fun. Yeah, it was a drive through trick or treating event, and yeah. so city departments came out. We you know had themed booths and tables and everything, and gave out candy. And some of us were dressed up. Some of us were not. Some of us went full throttle with the Jurassic Park theme. Yes. And and by some of us, I mean us. Yes. And force our children to dress up as T-Rexes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yep. it was fun. It was a good time. Good times. Um, what else we have going on? There's just going to, and, and this is the calendar, obviously. We have our set events, and yeah. then we do extra stuff um, kind of in between. So mm-hmm. we've got some tricks up our sleeves. We have some new things coming down the pipeline. Um, trying to encourage some new events obviously still working to do big fun things during first fridays Mm -hmm. um it's my understanding south georgia classic car club is going to be at every first friday with their cars very cool um so they're they're doing that thing so there'll always be a drive-in on first fridays but i don't know we've got some tricks yeah um and then you know just kind of keep an eye out for dates for bites and bluegrass that was a fun event downtown i heard lots of great feedback on that that was fun and then of course um while everybody's focused on black friday we like to focus on small business saturday in november and that's the saturday after thanksgiving and we have we have some tricks up our sleeve for that one yeah um, that might be a regional type event so that's gonna be a fun thing and then um just going to mark it down the annual holiday open house it's always the first sunday of november yep um so that's cool we'll also kind of keep your eyes peeled for christmas parade information coming out soon we'll Mm -hmm. have applications out there where people can apply to get on board with that i can't believe we're talking about christmas well you know it is what it is don't go to hobby lobby because <laughs> <laughs> they are fully invested in it it's christmas time already yeah dang i can't believe it it's still 100 degrees outside and we're talking about christmas it's okay because i put my christmas tree up um november one yeah but you're weird so okay <laughs> i i don't know that that is considered you weird. are the only person that i know that puts a christmas tree up that early in the year you know what that tells me that you don't have a lot of joyful people in your life that's not true we just like to celebrate holidays at the appropriate time you know i'm not into thanksgiving food (laughs) i'm very thankful not into the the hoopla i know i'm just picking on you um yeah so that's that's kind of it just stay tuned check out our social media our website yeah stay up to date for everything that's going on downtown yep and then uh we should uh have our guests walking in at any minute yeah so So, um we have a really great guest for you today um we have wes sewell who is a amazing photographer um he's been in business for gosh forever and ever yeah long time long time um and is has has had his studio downtown for oh my gosh forever and ever that as long as i've been working for the city he's had a studio downtown so he's one of um, the one of the ogs yeah so we're really excited to hear from him and let's talk about his story beyond the bricks all right all right so um we're here to welcome wes sewell into the office studio Good morning. Good morning in our fancy studio. Yeah, we are. I, I love it. We're bringing it. We're bringing it live from the Main Street offices this time. So um, we like to we like to shake it up and move it around a little bit. So. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. All right, Wes. Welcome in. Good morning. Good morning. How are y'all? Good. 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 So, do we want to just hit it off with some questions? Break the ice. Yeah. Have, have, all right. I'm gonna put you on the spot. Have you listened sure. to the podcast before? Yes. All right. So then you know that we start with icebreakers. Yes. Random questions. Mm-hmm. No rhyme or reason. You pick a number, one to 200. 
and we're going to go with three. Okay. Three, three questions. questions. Okay. So you pick. Okay. Pick a number. Uh, seven. Ooh, okay. What, Wes, was the last thing you read? Oh, that's a good question. <laughs> uh, if you ask my wife, she'll say The Old Man in the Sea when I was like in the <laughs> <laughs> ninth grade. Yeah. But probably... Um, a Sports Illustrated on the beach. <laughs> like cover to cover? You read yes, it? Yes, yes. Uh, huh. And the college, you know, the college football Yeah, the preview. Yeah, mm-hmm. the preview edition. Yeah. Uh, are you, what? Uh, so you're a big sports fan, obviously. Yes. What's yes, your team of toys? Football. FSU. <gasps> Go Knowles! Yes. Don't, Ellen's rolling her eyes. Don't even look at her. I don't really care that much about Well, football. we used to live in Tallahassee mm-hmm. uh, when my wife was getting her um, uh, doctorate in English. Yeah. So. Well, it's kind of like when you have a last name of Knowles, you have to pull oh, that's from the right. Knowles. That's right. Yeah. You know, or it doesn't make be, sense. Yeah, that's right. And what's real interesting, speaking of Florida State, um, my maiden name is Thrasher, and the president of Florida State was Thrasher. Mm-hmm. So it was Thrasher Knowles. It was kind of interesting for a while there. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> Fun fact. No, so I have a little bit of, I mean, connection to FSU. but Yeah. Yeah. Tallahassee is a cool place. It is a very cool place. Yeah. Yep. And we used to go to the basketball games before they were in the ACC and tickets. She could get in free as a student and I had to pay like $4 to get in. Yeah. And then the next year they joined the ACC and my tickets jumped up to like $18. And mm-hmm. we went to a lot less games back then. Yeah, because that was expensive. <laughs> That's right. Student. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. And mm. her not really working. I was yeah. putting her through school. And So what were you doing while you were down there? I was the... Assistant manager at Rena Center. Wow. Okay. Yes. yes. Okay. Um, I just graduated with a business management degree, and we moved down there. So I graduated. We met here at VSU, uh, and we said that we were going to put her straight through school. She moved down there with her master's to get her uh, doctorate degree, and then she just charged right through. She had her doctorate at 25. And I worked, put her through school, um, and I was the assistant manager at Rena Center. Um, nothing against Rena Center; it's just a tough job, yeah. you know. Um, but we did it, uh, and then we put out applications everywhere. And she got offered a job at uh, Corpus Christi, Texas, uh, University of Ohio, and back here at VSU. Mm. And those other two were a long way from home, yeah. yeah. You know, so we came back here to VSU and been here ever since. Mm-hmm. So. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Your wife's super smart. Uh, <laughs> 25. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's impressive. Yeah. It was, it was fun. It was, so did, uh, are you, you're from here? From Moultrie. Okay. Yeah. Went to high school in Moultrie. She's, she's from Wiggum. Wiggum. Isn't that big the rattlesnake roundup? Round mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Big Wiggum. Yeah. yeah. One, one red light. That's right. It is. That's right. I had a teacher from Wiggum once. That's the only other person I know. Uh, Tomlinson? No. Was, uh, Harold Bell Harold. Oh, yeah. There's a bunch of heralds from... Mm-hmm. Yep. Cool. Yep. All right. See how the icebreakers just spin? That's yeah. right. Out of control. Spin out of control. From That's what they're for. All right. Question number two. Yes. Uh, pick a number uh, five. Oh. <laughs> well, this one may be easy for you, but I think you'll have more than one. All right. What are your hobbies? Okay. Mm-hmm. And how did you get into them? Uh, okay. Um... Well, photography obviously is a hobby, and um, but I also like um, 
mm, well, sports is, is obviously, I mean, keeping up with the Braves. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but photography, I love, I love photography, keeping up with the, the trends and, you know, the techniques of photography. Yeah. It's a constant, um, constant, you know, everything changes constantly mm-hmm. in photography, but, um, how did I get into photography? <laughs> it's, it's kind of a, well, Renaissance to photography. <coughs> that's, so, yeah. right. <laughs> that's right. Um, we moved back here to, to Valdosta and I was working at the spectator, um, mm-hmm. VSU's little college newspaper. Mm-hmm. And, um, while I was getting my art degree, so I went back to school get the art degree. Um, and while I was doing that, I was working at the spectator and the spectator never could really get good photography, you know, good pictures, um, for the spectator. So I would go out to like the sports and, and get on the sidelines and get good action shots of the football games and stuff like that and somebody saw those in there and said hey will you shoot my wedding and like i've never taken pictures of a wedding before Mm -hmm. so i did my first wedding um and somebody saw those pictures and said hey will you shoot my wedding i'm like hey that that wedding wasn't easy to do i'm Mm -hmm. gonna charge you i didn't i knew that last person i'm gonna charge you and it kind of snowballed into the first year i did three and the next year i did 18 and the next year i did 30 and and i told my wife donna said uh yeah i need to quit the spectator and start doing photography full yeah. time. if i really tried at this and that's all i did i mean i could really you know we could turn this into something and she said but you've only got two more years at vsu and you'll be 100 percent vested in your retirement can you wait two more years i was like ah, i no, can't keep up <laughs> that's right i was like <laughs> i like this i think I, this will pass me by in two years if yeah. I, I need to go ahead and do this and she said okay so we did it and it, it kind of snowballed. A leap that, of but, faith. Yeah. But um, the the way I got my first camera, my first real camera was, y'all know Steve Hedden. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He um, was taking pictures at Wild Adventures, and he was backstage taking pictures. And I don't even remember the band back there, but he was doing the, you know, the backstage pictures with the band. And um, I think it was like Leonard Skinner or somebody. And I went backstage and, and had backstage passes. And me and my brother went back there and we um, took pictures with Leonard Skinner. And I met Steve back there and he said, Hey, are you into photography? And I was an art student. And I said, yeah, I'm into photography. And he said, I've got this camera. And I didn't, had never met Steve before. And he gave me his address and he said, I'll have these pictures ready for you in a couple of days. Come by my house. So we struck up a conversation. Next thing I know, he's, he has given me a, a fuji camera you know because he just bought a new and he said take this it's here's into the box if you figure it out if you like it next thing i know me and him have started mirage studios mm-hmm. downtown yep. you know and it that's how it kind of snowballed into you know, yeah into west sewell photography so what but year was that that was 2007 yeah yeah so 2007 um we went we started Mirage Studios above mm-hmm. Sublime Salon. Yep. And Steve had all of the lights and everything, and he just kind of let me borrow his lights. Mm-hmm. So I never, I mean, I was lucky enough to never have to get the lights, you know, and I just kind of fishtailed on the Steve yeah. and, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So you turned your hobby of liking sports and taking pictures at sporting events into a career yes i did that's so crazy well a lot of people don't ever listen to their gut and they don't 
pursue scary things or things that are different or things that are not normal, mm-hmm. you know, the normal everyday stuff. Right. And I mean, I think that's pretty cool. You can kind of be a testimony for those people that. And, and usually don't. I'm not one of those people. I'm not one of those. Yeah. But Would you have was, done it without the support of your wife? No. And I probably couldn't have done it without her because we, we needed her. Um, we needed her insurance through, <laughs> through the, the university. The game, yeah. Yes. Um, and, and we probably couldn't have done it, you know, without her, mm-hmm. but, um, but no, not without her saying, yeah, okay, let's, let's do it. You know, that says a lot to her. Mm-hmm. Yes. Too. Yeah. Um, but no, it was, it was huge. And, and, um, it, it, it was kind of the perfect storm. I mean, I, I got my business management degree first and then went back and got my art degree. So, I mean, it takes, I do more day-to-day business management than I do my art. Oh, yeah, sure. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wish it was the other way around. I wish I was doing a lot more art than I was management. But um, I, I, I never planned to go get a business management degree and then get an art degree so I could do them both. But yeah, it just kind of... My life just kind of unfolded yeah. that way, but I like it. Yeah. Well, you're good at it. <laughs> it's fun. <'cause laughs> yeah. I have a lot of fun. Yeah. That's pretty cool. It's, my day is never the same day twice. I never have. Oh, I can imagine. Well, and you get to see, I mean, you get to see people grow up like before your lens. Oh my gosh, yes. There was a, somebody came in yesterday and was talking about, oh, somebody came in from the hospital and had to pick up a lab coat for a doctor and, um, and said, uh, oh, yeah, he's going to shoot a commercial for the hospital. And I said, oh, there's his son right there. And it was a picture of his son with a little dog on the – got a canvas on the wall and, and said, of course, his son's 15 now. But yeah. the picture was when he was one with a little dog yeah. on the – and they're like, oh, my that's gosh, cute. that's – yeah. But, yeah, we get to see people. That's pretty cool. Up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Of course, some of them make me feel old now. But I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> when people post their pictures on Facebook and said, this is our 13th anniversary. I'm like, uh, how's it been that long? Well, since? That's right. Yeah. 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 That's funny. All right. You question, get one more. Question number three. Uh, 15. God, you went really low. I didn't get any questions. I know. Yeah. <laughs> this is a good one. Oh, sorry. No, it's fine. <laughs> um, Wes Sewell, what's your favorite sleeping position? Oh my gosh. Yes. <laughs> I only have one, and I used to be famous for this in college. But anyway, they used to make fun of me. I had to sleep face down, arm under the pillow, and I mean, like, and my knee up. Yeah, they used to call it the pookie sleeping position. Wait, still we do this? Still, yeah. That's real funny. I sleep that way. Yeah. I think a lot of people sleep that way. That was my nickname in college. That's funny. Like, almost like you're climbing a ladder. Yeah. Exactly. That leg up, and yeah. Yeah. Hmm. I mean, all, all my other roommates could sleep anywhere. Yeah. Like, nope. I had to be in that one position. That's fine. <laughs> well, that was a fun random question. That was a very <laughs> random question. <laughs> I like that one. Yeah. Well, I think, um, all right, so let's talk about this. So you have been in your location for how long? Uh, let's see. Um, I can go pull the paperwork because I'll let you know. That's, that's right. Yeah, you may have to. Um, the boys are 10 and we moved in there. So I've been there. At least 10 years. Right. Well, we bought it. I, I remember we paid, we we signed the paperwork to buy it on their birthday. So okay. um, we've been there 12 years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
We so, rented it for two, and then we bought it. And then you bought two, it. Yeah. That's when you went out on your own, though. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Because he was more location. he was more marketing, and is that right? I mean, yes. And so, but you turn more. Yes. Yeah, so portrait. he was doing he was doing all fashion and marketing, yeah. and then I was doing weddings. So that's how that's how our started with weddings. Yeah. Yes. That's how our little niches worked. Mm-hmm. So anytime the phone rang, we'd have a, like a secretary answer it, and then. If One it was or the other. weddings, it came to me, and yeah. if it was fashion or, you know, yeah. it, it kind of got divvied up that way. Yeah. So, some so, of them we both fought for. <laughs> I, I bet. Yeah. I bet. So, you have um, you have twins. You have boys. Mm-hmm. How old are they? They'll be 11 in October. They're going into middle school? Fifth grade. Fifth grade. Next year they'll go okay. into. Okay. Yep. Fifth grade. So, yes. wife, family, mm-hmm. property owner. Somebody who has overhead, mm-hmm. okay? Somebody who operates a business the way that businesses traditionally have been operated. So this, I'm getting to something here. Mm-hmm. So how do you, and this is going to go a little deep. So there's a lot of, of people who do photography in town now. A lot. A lot. So obviously there's, there's competition out there. But what makes you different and you can talk more about this, is, is you, you're established. You're a brick and mortar. You have all those things that, that a traditional business model would have. You have a family. You have all these things, which they do too. But how do you see, like, what's changed within you when as you see more and more people coming, like, who do photography? And everybody has their own style. Obviously, that's a big thing for you. You have a style that mm-hmm. people want mm-hmm. and people seek out. So can you talk about that a little bit? Uh, yeah, um, somebody was asking me about that the other day. Uh, I mean, there are more and more photographers, you know, uh, seems like every day. Um, especially if somebody asks for a photographer on Facebook, you'll see a list of, yeah. you know. Um, but, and there are a lot of really good photographers out there, you know. Um, but, I mean, I have I have a studio which people can come to and look at my products and stuff like that. Um, and we can shoot inside the studio or around downtown or stuff like that. Um, the only difference is, um, I mean, I, I got started a long time ago and have been established a little bit. Um, but, but no, they, they are, I mean, there are some really good, um, photographers out there. Yeah. Yeah. Your resume is long. Yes. Yes. I mean, I don't know if that's, I think that's good. Okay. I think experience (laughs) and you're hiring somebody who's going to capture. I mean, you just said, for example, when that person came in to pick up a lab coat for the doctor who was going to shoot a commercial Mm -hmm. and you said, there's his son right there on the wall. Yeah. Um, And now he's 15 and he was one at the time. You're talking about a 14 year time span of a picture that you still have hanging on your wall that still fits in 14 years later. Right. And that doesn't happen a lot where you can take a photo and it literally be almost timeless. Right. So I, to me, that's a huge difference. Well, and and there's a couple other examples. Like just this week, we were doing Wilson Eye Center. All of the doctors and everybody, all their staff, we were doing all their headshots for their redoing their website. Uh, and they came in the studio. And 
um, Karen, the lady who set up the whole photo shoot, she was introducing all the doctors as they came in, and I actually knew all the doctors through either I'm a member of Rotary, so either through Rotary or the Chamber or, you know, through downtown, and me doing this for so long, I knew them from one place or another. So as they're coming in, they're like, oh, yeah, I know S, you know, oh, yeah, I know S. And she's like, you know everybody. I'm like, well, I've been around, you know. Um, and then same thing with we did Animal Health Center. We did all the pictures for Animal Health Center. Dr. Am comes out, and she's like, he's like, oh, hey, Wes. You know, and she's like, oh, you know Wes? And so it's I've been around. You know, it's I have a and, – and, and that's from being at weddings and being at, you know, being at different events and stuff like that. So um, longevity yeah. has a little bit of, you know, a little bit of – so. Right. So you've talked about, you've talked about doing weddings. You've talked about doing headshots for like businesses. I know you do fashion photography and things for like local magazines. Mm -hmm. So what what is your favorite thing to do? Because you have, I mean, you have this wide range of ability. Yes. But what is your favorite thing to come and and do photographs of? Um, You know, probably kids. Uh, I would think age, kids would be really hard. They, they are hard, but <laughs> that would not be my favorite. But I mean, I love to get in there with kids that are age like two to um, four. Mm-hmm. Get in there and cut up with them and have fun, and you can catch them smiling and acting silly and doing silly stuff, mm-hmm. and get certain emotions out of them, and and take them out and in the back behind the Converse Dalton house and, mm-hmm. and I mean, get really good pictures of them. Um, just being themselves, you know, that's, that's, I mean, that's kind of, you know, I love doing that. That's your favorite. Uh, well, I went, it's one of my favorites. <laughs> How about that? I mean, I really like doing weddings too. Uh, weddings are a fun, um, fun event. I mean, they're, they are high stress. Yeah. Um, but, uh, I've done so many, I know what spot, where to be at what time. Mm-hmm. I mean, unless there's, unless the bride's going to come in on a unicorn or something, you know. I mean, I know where to be at what time, mm-hmm. you know, uh, to get the right angle. Um, like if I see a candelabra over there and I know where to be, when they're going to light the candles mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Um, but... But they are high stress um, for the bride. And, well, um, weddings are stressful, period. That's so. right. <laughs> that's right. But um, it's, it's um, I like weddings. Weddings are a lot of work um, after the wedding. Mm-hmm. I mean, the last wedding we did, we took 6,000 pictures at the wedding. So, yeah. So. But then that 6,000 pictures you have to go through. That's right. Yeah. That's right. So it takes days and yeah. days and days just to cut that down to the pictures that you want to edit. And then you have to edit 600 mm-hmm. you know so um yeah it's a it's a lot of work it's time yes time yeah tedious work too mm-hmm. that's right <laughs> so you have to you have to each picture you have to straighten color correct and then edit each of those 600 pictures so. do you feel like you're cross-eyed sometimes yes yes so you, you have some blue lights <laughs> photography is right. not for everyone people. Not for me. <laughs> right. so weddings are fun um high stress on the day of the wedding to get the picture and then you have so if you do a six hour wedding you have probably you know several hours Mm. afterwards of editing of that of that six hour 
gosh. wedding for 6,000 pictures. That doesn't sound like fun of me at so all. So I've tried to tell my assistants, shoot less. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, make sure you get the shot, but shoot less. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So we have less to go through. And then there's all that storage on our yeah on our computers back at the office, mm-hmm. which we use Dropbox now. Yeah. Everything's stored on Dropbox. It's a cloud-based. Yes, mm-hmm. which is awesome. Yeah, because I've got it all right here on my phone. Yeah, if you want to look at something, I you got it. it yeah, yeah. So that's how. So, so I guess that you've seen a lot of changes, like with the industry. Oh over my gosh, here. yes. So we still have over there at the office. We still have our um, stuff that we used to store it on, sitting right there. But we used to have terabytes and terabytes and terabytes of storage right there. Um, and then luckily Dropbox came along, but we have to pay for that yearly. Yeah. Um, which we used to own our, you know, own our little um, Drobo thing, put a bit terabytes in. But if that went down, we lost that. We lost it. Right. You know? um, luckily, with Dropbox, it's backed up. And, mm-hmm. Yeah. But Dropbox has been a godsend for mm-hmm. sending pictures, and and it, it makes it easy for us to, when we finish your wedding, we can just email you a link, and yeah, you have the. 600 pictures yeah like that's pretty that. cool yeah and you can share those 600 pictures with whoever you want and right yeah so um I, I the only reason i know this is because i follow you on social media and i've been in the studio but every year i've seen you do pictures of your boys like mm-hmm. on their birthday do they absolutely hate a camera actually they don't <laughs> no they don't i mean and i've been asked that question yeah. several times um we were riding by somewhere the other day and tucker said daddy we've never done pictures there and it was like oh. a construction site they were building something and i'm like yeah you're cool. right man. we've never done pictures there so they've just embraced it no they have embraced <laughs> it and and you know before every headshot um i set up the studio and i get it i get the lights set up and i test the camera to make sure so the client doesn't have to wait and i test the camera on the client so i get one of the boys to sit there and i'm like come here i need you as a test subject and i have them sit there and i get the camera set um and he said you got another headshot and i said yeah and they come running they sit right there and i tested on them and then they run out but no they don't they that's they, funny uh, they have embraced it or they haven't i mean they don't complain let's wait till they're 15 16 let's i was gonna say my 15 year old he acts like such a jerk when i pull a camera out <laughs> he doesn't want to smile he doesn't want to take pictures and so you know what though how lucky I know. are the girls that are going to go to the <laughs> yeah. dances with your boys right. going to be for all the quality photos they're going to get. Yes, yes, definitely. So but every year, the first day of school, we've got, we had this little bitty school desk that we put them on. Mm-hmm. You know, when they were in pre-K, it was so cute. They Tucker gets in the seat and Parker sat on the top and they had their little book bags. So every year, first day of school, <sighs> we've done this same desk in the same spot oh, in front goodness. of the house. And now they're they, too big. They, <laughs> too big. They cover up the desk. And That's so. too funny. I've got it. I've got it ready for Friday for the yeah. first day. Yeah, oh, yeah. back right. in it. Yeah. Are are they are they artistic, creative? Um, Tucker is. Parker Parker is not. I mean, Parker's all about computer games, and mm-hmm. he's going to be our coder. That's, I mean, that's kind of creative. I mean, yeah. it's it's creative in it's a different, different way. Mm-hmm. Right. That's pretty cool. Yeah, but Tucker loves to draw, and yeah. So they're I, twins, I, but they're. Oh man, they're complete so opposites. Yes, they cannot be more opposite. Hmm. Yeah. Well, let's. Um, I want to hit this nail on the head too while we have you because um, I think it's also important to point out how 
involved you are in the community. Mm-hmm. Um, I know you're super involved with like the VSU Alumni Association mm-hmm. um, because you and Mickey seem to be at every thing. <laughs> and I'm on that board. And you're on the board. Um, but let's talk about some of the things you're involved with and um, in the community mm-hmm. and things that are important to you in the community. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I am on the Alumni Association Board. Um, that's a lot of fun. It keeps me involved with VSU, and, and um, I think that's important to give back to VSU. Um, I'm also in Rotary, um, which I think I've been in Rotary for, I probably got in there, I've been in there probably 15 years. Oh, so, well, yeah. Um, they do a lot of good for the community, I think. So, um but yes, um, I think it's important to give back to the community. And, you know, several people come to me throughout the year to give um, gift certificates for different things, like the um, Habitat to Humanity or, or the Bark Ball, you know, mm-hmm. for, um, and, and I'm, I, I give back every chance I can, yeah. you know, for all that stuff. So I, I think it's important. I mean, I wouldn't be here without the community, yeah. right? you know, so I think it's, important for me to give back to the community yeah um the community has been very good to me so yeah yeah well when i have one last question ellen may have another one after this but you've been in your location 14 years we've established that downtown the changes Mm -hmm. like ups and downs what have you i mean you've kind of had like a front row seat to it all Mm -hmm. so let let's get your uh your feedback yeah because if and when you started in 2007 it was still everything was still okay the economy tanked in Mm -hmm. 2008 9 Mm -hmm. and we're crawling out of it now so that's you've you have seen just about all of it that's right well through the through the pandemic i think we fared better than yeah i agree any downtown i agree with that and i went uh to a couple of downtowns and did headshots for political candidates and um the guy that I work for that do those, he always wants to take the candidate downtown and pull somebody off and do a shot with the candidate downtown. Well, those downtowns were boarded up and closed up and we couldn't even find people. Uh, we had to get the candidate to call somebody to meet him downtown yeah. to take a picture because there was nobody. Uh, the UPS driver was even having to call. There was a note on the door that you had to call that business to meet the person down mm. there because there was nobody in downtown but uh so our downtown through that fared better than most um as far as changes throughout the i mean i think we have done a phenomenal job at um getting the businesses in those all the big buildings and and you know that set empty for years um Mm -hmm. so i think we've done excellent job at, at doing those and keeping the businesses filled um um I, I love our downtown i mean i love how vibrant it is and how you know there's always something going on we always have an event it, it's always i mean i always hear people talk about downtown so there was a time when they didn't there was a time when they did yes but i like it i hear people talk about it all the time now good we're glad you're we're glad you're downtown yes yeah absolutely and i I like my location i mean i like being. it's a great little building i love it right there. yeah it's almost like the first thing people see when they come it is a gateway you are you are a gateway that's right 
Between you and Covington's over there in 306, y'all yeah. are the gateway to downtown That's just right. about. That's right. And everybody notices your canvases when they yeah. switch outside. Yes, yes. It's, I it's always about pay time. attention. It's always. about time. Yeah, yeah, those are cool. The one on the side, it's starting to fade. So, yeah. yeah. I don't know what I'm going to put up next. I'm sure I got an idea, something. but, yeah. Well, if you, need a, if you need a model, Ellen is no. <laughs> willing. That's right. That's right. Willing. Jackson, I'll get Jackson out there. He loves to take a picture. Oh, right. We'll <laughs> can get you, him into it. Can you take yeah. a photo of a disgruntled 15-year-old? Yeah. Yes. Um, I just had a, a mom call me, and she said, uh, we need to do senior pictures. And, and this is all through text now. She said, we need to do senior pictures. And I'm thinking some, you know, girl that's in, into it and wants to. And, and then she texts me back. She said, what do you do for a boy that really doesn't like to take pictures? And I'm thinking, oh, well, we'll get him into it. You know, we'll get him warmed up and get him into it. So, But, you know, when we do um, engagement pictures, um, the, the, the bride always texts me back and says, he had so much fun. He didn't want to do this at the beginning, but he had so much fun and mm-hmm. did that. Thank you so much and blah, blah, blah. So. Anyway, you make people feel comfortable. Yeah, for sure. That's right. That's right. I get in there and cut up and have fun with them, and mm-hmm. yeah. Plus, we always use end every pose with a kiss. So how could that not be? Well, I think once they figure out you're like a like a dude's dude, and you like that's follow right. sports. And yeah, that's right. You're a you know a boy yeah. dad and all these things that they they can find some common yeah. ground with you. So that's always fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, good. Yeah. All right, so tell everyone where they can find you. That's right, that's right. We are at 303 North Patterson Street, across from Covington's and 306 North, and uh, westsewellphotography.com. My cell phone is 229-561-5080. Please come see us. And if you want to see any of his amazing work, it's on Facebook, social media. Yeah. You can see all the examples of some great stuff that he's done. Instagram. Yep. Yep. Well, good. All right. Thanks for coming. Thank yeah. you. This was fun. We never get to have like long sit downs with with everybody individually, so this is always yeah. a good time yeah. for us. Awesome. Yeah. Well, All good. right. All right. Thanks, everybody. Um, and we just look forward to everyone joining us beyond the bricks next time. See ya. See ya. This episode of Beyond the Bricks was brought to you by the Valdosta Main Street Program and the Central Valdosta Development Authority. For all things downtown, visit us on Facebook and Instagram at Downtown Valdosta.